Packers Daily with Jason Mertides. And welcome to your Monday, August 10th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides, presented by Penn Medicine, the official health system of the Philadelphia Flyers and Wells Fargo Center. Wow. Take a deep breath. The play-in round, the best of fives, the round robin, they have all ended. And the field of 16 for the Stanley Cup playoffs has been set. The final game, the final team to be eliminated, was the host city in Toronto, the Toronto Maple Leafs. They get beat and shut out by the Columbus Blue Jackets after an epic collapse in the prior game where they had the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs down 3-0, ready to eliminate them. The Leafs came storming back, forced OT, and won it only to lose in Game 5. I don't mean to laugh because I'm sure they're not laughing in Toronto right now. What a way to go out. But our field of 16 is now set. We have the schedule for the Philadelphia Flyers against the Montreal Canadiens. All is right in the world. And to think what we just went through over the past eight days in the return to play. This game is so great. And we were thirsting for it so much. And the the great thing about the return to play, the last eight days and the best of five play-in series and the round-robin games and the Flyers went 3-0 and they outscored the opposition 11-3 with the Tampa Bay Lightning, Boston Bruins, and Washington Capitals. That first eight days was off the charts great. And now it just leads to the round of 16 and round one of the NHL playoffs, which I believe is the greatest round of playoffs in any sport. The first round is always crazy. So the fact that we just had eight days of incredible hockey leading into two weeks now of round one is incredibly exciting. So excited about what's to come for the Philadelphia Flyers, the NHL. It's going to be a great time. Here's the Flyers' schedule against the Montreal Canadiens. They'll open up coming up Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. They're the home team. Uh, obviously, they're the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. They'll be home seed or the home team for games one and two, uh, five and seven. So Wednesday they begin eight o'clock at the Scotiabank Arena in Toronto. Then they'll be back at it coming up on Friday, the fourteenth at three p.m. And then they'll be the away team on Sunday the sixteenth at eight p.m. Then they've got three back to back to back. Three o'clock games in a row. Could be four if it goes to seven. They'll play the Canadians on Tuesday at three o'clock, the 18th, 19th at three o'clock, and the 21st at three o'clock in a game seven if needed on the 23rd. That's Sunday also at three o'clock. And the interesting thing here is that the Flyers and Canadians, they have a back to back in the playoffs. Now there's no travel, so that mitigates some of the reason to not have a back to back. You don't have travel days. Uh, obviously, their hub city is Toronto and they won't be leaving. Uh, so you have the back-to-back on Tuesday and Wednesday, and it's also three games in four days. So that's that's a very interesting situation. Uh, but the league right now, uh, a back-to-back situation for the Flyers. So again, coming up this Wednesday, they'll start it off. Now, they won't start off the entire playoffs for the NHL. That'll begin on Tuesday, and that'll be with a 3 o'clock game between Columbus and Tampa, a 5.30 game between Calgary and Dallas, a 8 o'clock game between Carolina and Boston, And the late-night game on the first night of the playoffs will be Chicago taking on the number one seed in the West. That will be the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Also on the uh, the day the Flyers play on Wednesday, earlier that day, the Islanders will take on the Caps. That's a tough matchup for the Caps, by the way. Barry Trotz taking on his former team. Arizona will be taking on Colorado. Uh, Flyers in Montreal, as we uh, just stated, at 8 o'clock on Wednesday night. And the late-night game there, Vancouver and St. Louis. So the field is now set. 
The field is also set for the NHL Draft Lottery. We know the teams that will be in it. They all have an equal chance to land the number one overall pick, a 12.5% chance is what is up for grabs for the NHL Draft Lottery. The Leafs now have that opportunity as well, as do the Pittsburgh Penguins, as do the New York Rangers, as do the Edmonton Oilers, and others. That'll be tonight at 6 o'clock. So the Leafs, uh, having drowned their sorrows last night, maybe they get a gift today and get the number one overall pick. No matter what, if one of the good teams, one of the teams that in a standard year was in position to make the playoffs, there's going to be conspiracy theories. But know this. The NHL, no professional sports league, would ever risk fixing a lottery. Because if it ever got out that they did that, the credibility of that sport and that league would be gone forever. So no matter who wins it, if it's the Penguins, if it's the Rangers, it's the Oilers or the Toronto Maple Leafs, there is no conspiracy. The math just worked out. All right, coming up in just a couple minutes, Mike Shane, who is the chief business officer for the Philadelphia Flyers, he's going to give us the lowdown on everything going on with the Flyers, ways you can get involved. Since we fans, all of us, can't be in the building, the Flyers have gone to great lengths to try to give you a great playoff fan experience. Mike will explain on that, plus some some events around town that you can attend and get hyped up for Flyers playoff hockey as they will take on the Montreal Canadiens. So we'll talk to Mike in just a minute. But one of the key intriguing matchups of this series with Montreal is obviously the goaltending. It's Carter Hart versus Carey Price. Carey Price, the all-world netminder, has been, if not the best, goaltender of the last decade, certainly right there. He doesn't have the, the cups like other teams had, but he hadn't didn't have the teams either. He's a guy that when teams face him, he's in their head before they even play the game. They feel the need to be extra precise with their shots, maybe overpass because they know Price is that good. And oftentimes, it takes the perfect opportunity to beat him. He's so good technically as well, and he's been around for a very long time. Um, so he, he certainly has a reputation that he has earned. Now, the interesting dynamic of this with Carter Hart is that was his idol growing up. Uh, we talked to Carter last week on Flyers Daily uh, about Carey Price. He played against Price a couple of times, and he finally got the chance to meet him. And here's what Carter had to say about meeting his boyhood idol, Carey Price. Did you watch Carey Price last night? I did. He put on quite a show. <laughs> He's one, He was my favorite goalie. He is my favorite goalie. And... Um, I definitely pick up on some parts of his game, and he's a goalie that I've watched since a very young age, since when I first started. So um actually got the chance to have I had never met him before. Um, we've obviously played against each other a couple of times, but never had the chance to say hello. And so the other day in practice, he was warming up as well outside, and uh, we got the chance to chat for a little bit, which is probably one of the highlights of being up uh, of my NHL career so far. So. That was that was something I'll never forget. You can almost hear the giddiness in Carter's uh, voice when he tells that story, recounting how he met Carey Price just a couple of days before taping that interview, um, and how cool it was for him. Because just because he's in the NHL doesn't mean that he does have those those wow moments when you meet or play against a certain guy. Um, so real cool that he got to meet Carey Price. Now he gets to go against his idol uh, in his first real playoff round. So that should be an interesting dynamic. And if you look at the two. The two goaltenders and the way they play the game, it's very similar. Very technical. The technical elements of their game is very similar. The way they approach the position, the way they are very efficient in their movements, very calm in their crease. So you can see the influence Carey Price has had on Carter Hart 
as he was his favorite goaltender to watch and emulate from a very young age. You can see it there clear as day. So that's one interesting side story heading into this first-round matchup for the Philadelphia Flyers. Let's get to Mike Shane right now. He's the chief business officer for the Philadelphia Flyers, and he's going to give us some great information on how you can enjoy this playoff run, despite the fact that we can't be in the building. So here's Mike Shane. Very happy to have join us right now on Flyers Daily. He's the chief business officer of the Philadelphia Flyers. Amazing momentum heading into the playoffs, and obviously this is a very different situation, as they always say now unprecedented times uh no games at the wells fargo center but joining us right now is mike shane mike how are you Jason, couldn't be better appreciate you having me on the show this is awesome yeah it, it's been so fun hasn't it already <laughs> well it is a uh it's it's a hockey lover's dream right i mean it's it's every possible scenario you've got eight hours of hockey a day and um your flyers are are playing as well as anyone out there so we couldn't couldn't ask for much more now, this is your first NHL playoff experience with the Flyers. You came in last year. Obviously, the team didn't make it last year. Uh, but this is your first one. This is pretty unique, but uh, this is probably not what you imagine or, or you dreamed of on paper for your first playoff run as the chief business officer, is it? No, no. I, I um, You know, from, from the time I got here, uh, a lot of the conversation had been around the, the direction of the team and Chuck Fletcher and then, obviously, the, the hire of Elaine, of Elaine Vigneault shortly after I got here. And so there's a ton of optimism around the team. And so playoffs uh, in general were something that we were looking forward to, something that we were um, ready for, but certainly not like this. Hey, Mike, it's interesting because, you know, you're kind of new to Philadelphia, the sports scene, but, you know, this team, and you just mentioned Elaine Vigneault, and he's a huge part of the likability, or I don't even call it likability anymore, I call it lovability. Um, you know, guys like Travis Konechny and the veteran group with Voracek and Giroux and Kevin Hayes and what he's brought. But what, what are your thoughts been kind of on the team performance? They're seven points better this year from the year prior, and they played 13 less games this year. It's a market improvement. Well, I, I think, you know, the, the, the tone that, that has been set and, you know, watching it, you know, somewhat, somewhat from a distance, you, you, can, you can tell that there, there's accountability down. And I think that, you know, more than anything, it's, it's great when a team matches the city that it plays for yep. and the, the guys that you mentioned. Um, but certainly AV could not be a better fit for this city, for this fan base. Um, it's, it's the approach that they want. It's the approach that they um, want across all of their teams and it, people have really gravitated to it and they, they, they respect him and, and the players respect him. And uh, no, from, from top to bottom, it's, it's been, been really fun to watch. Yeah, that's the thing. Right early in training camp on the behind the glass that they did uh, as the Flyers training camp went through with the, with the series, kind of look behind the scenes. He said, I want everybody to be an effing flyer. <laughs> you know, we know our DNA in this city. Like, we don't hide from it, obviously. Um, it, it's an interesting time from, from your standpoint as well because, you know, we'd all love to be in the building and going nuts, block parties, the whole thing. Uh, but you guys are doing a great job in, the, in this unique circumstance to keep fans informed, engaged at home, and doing all different kinds of, of activities. And you're starting today with some really cool stuff up at Xfinity Live. Tell us about it. So, yeah, I mean, from, from the outset of, of the playoffs, we looked at this and realized that, you know, this is, this is not going to be a typical year, and, and we can't treat it as one. Um, you know, we, we owe it to our fans to do everything in our power to, to make this um, a fun and memorable playoff run, um, give them as much access as we possibly can. Uh, you know, we started that on, on our social channels, um, and, and really delivering as, as much of the behind the scenes as we're able to throughout camp. We have the, the cameras in place. 
Um, I know you were over there and you were, you were calling it for folks and, and letting them see it live. But then when the games start, you know, we, we really took a step back and we thought about, okay, what are the elements that we're not going to be able to deliver in this, you know, new and unique set of circumstances? And, and a lot of them came down to that Wells Fargo Center experience. And, and what are the things that happened there that people are going to be missing? And, um, you know, the, the, the folks listening right now, I, I, don't, I don't need to tell them the traditions at the Wells Fargo Center. Um, you know, it's, it's well known. And so one of the things that, that we're most excited about and, and the creation of this um, home ice, which is the, the second screen companion to the television broadcast. And, and that, that was our mechanism to, to deliver those elements that people know and associate with coming to Flyers games at the Wells Fargo Center. Um, and, and those include um, Lauren Hart singing the national anthems. And I know she sang last night live on TV, but that's not going to be the case every game. Our fans want to hear her every single game. I want to hear her every single game. So she's there. Um, Lou Nolan, his, just his voice in general, right? And announcing the starting lineups. Um, announcing Pico power play. The Pico <laughs> power play, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, you know, as, as I've been watching the games on television and you've got this uh, second screen, which is, which is, again, meant just to be a complement to the broadcast set up on your laptop, on your tablet, on your phone next to you. Um, when the puck's in play, it's a, it's a quiet bystander. It's got stats up and you can look over and there's some interesting things that are happening. But it's, it's when those special moments happen that it wakes up and Lou just comes out of nowhere in your living room and says the Flyers are going on the Pico power play. It's, um, of course, you get your, your live gritty look-ins and whatever antics he's up to. Um, but then uh, the, the other really fun part for me has been uh, when the Flyers score, which they've done a lot of over these first few games, is um, the, the, the Flyers goal horn goes off and, the feel, and feel the shake plays. You know, that's, that's something that obviously we had a fantastic home record and our fans heard that song a lot this year and it just became synonymous with the celebration. So, um, you know, being able to, to give them that moment and um, make them feel in some small way like they, they are all together. Because we know that the entire city is watching this. They're just watching it from a lot of different locations. Yeah. But knowing that, that everyone is seeing these same elements at the same time is, is, is really fun. Um, yeah, to give, to give everybody kind of a dose of uh, some kind of normalcy in what's been a really twisted year. Right. And, exactly. and to be able to, you know, have fun and congregate in some way, even if it's virtually is, is really cool. And you just mentioned it. This team was so good at home. They had the best home record in the NHL. I mean, Carter Hart at home was impenetrable, um, incredible stuff. Uh, a lot of cool things happening around the city as well. I, I know when teams go on a playoff run, when you guys go on a playoff run, it's always a lot of fun out and about getting people all in a lather, and you guys are going to be doing that with Gritty coming up this afternoon. Yeah, Gritty's Gritty's always out and about. You you can't <laughs> you can't contain Gritty. Um, there, there's that saying: you can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him. You can't even hope to contain Gritty. <laughs> he's do what he does. Um, so yeah, he's he's got some fun things in store um, that that we're going to be releasing over the next few days. He's going to be uh, around town. Um, he he's been. We, we've expanded our community caravan program a lot this year. Something that we've done every summer. Uh, typically more of a, of a shore focus because that's where folks are. But this year we want to bring the party and the celebration all throughout the city. So he's been, he's been making stops with the community caravan. We were in Glenside the other day. We're going to be in, um, uh, we're going to be in Seattle city on Monday. So we we're, we're getting out and about and uh, a few other surprises coming up as well. 
Yeah, and everybody can monitor uh, the Flyers' uh, social media channels, whether that's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. All that information is always posted there. Mike, one of the things I really love is the playoff mantra. Anytime, anywhere, you hashtag that on, on Twitter, and it plops the Flyer logo right there as well. Where, where did that come from? Because I love that. It, it doesn't – look, we want to be playing at home. We want home ice advantage. The team was great there. But that's not in the cards right now. So we'll play anytime, anywhere and we're still going to make some noise. Where did the, the playoff mantra come from? Well, you know, it, it goes back to the, the same thinking that this is not a regular playoffs and we're not going to treat it like one. You know, we're, we're going to acknowledge the moment. We're going to acknowledge this is different. And, you know, anytime, anywhere, I talked about the team fitting with the city, but even things like your playoff mantras and slogans have to fit with the city. And that, that's a very Philly mindset too. Doesn't matter what the circumstances are, bring it on. We're together. We're ready for it. And, um, what's been amazing to see is you know, how the players have embraced it. Uh, I think I don't think that AV has taken off his anytime anywhere shirt since training camp restarted <laughs> phase three, and 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 it fits his mindset. It fits the players. Um, you know, we had every guy show up. Um, you know, it's it's a it's been well documented. You know, the sacrifice that the players are making, being away from their families, and um, you know this unique set of circumstances, but. Our, our, our guys haven't dwelled on that. They, they are focused on the task at hand and it doesn't matter where we're playing, whether it's Toronto or Edmonton, it doesn't matter when we're playing. Um, as we found out the other day, we didn't know the start of the game time until 24 hours before. We still don't know what time, you know, the next game is going to be. And, and round one is even, even further up in the air than that, but it doesn't matter these guys. So anytime, anywhere, um, that's how the guys are going about it. That's how our fans are, are, are going about it. Um, and it's, it's, it's been unbelievable to see the response to it from our fan base and um, the, the lines uh, and, and, and people looking to get there anytime, anywhere gear. You can get it at the Wells Fargo Center. Uh, you can also get it online at shop.wfcphilly.com. Um, it, it's, it's unlike anything we've ever seen. And I think another interesting part, too, when, when you take that slogan and, and you put it on a shirt, most of what we did were t-shirts this year because we realized that a lot of Flyers fans are missing that part of their wardrobe, right? Like you've got a dozen hoodies and you've got all of the sweatshirts in the world, but to have that lightweight summer gear is uh, something that's been missing for a lot of people. So we want to give them that opportunity. Yeah. The summer hockey stuff that you put out and it says summer hockey. Look, we hope that we're never playing in, in July and August going forward um, because of these circumstances, but these are the circumstances. And I love the summer stuff like that shirt in 15 years. And I still have like shirts that are, that are older than my kids. Um, and, and I'll look back at that. I'll go, why the heck did I have a shirt that said summer hockey? Well, that was because it was the pandemic. It was COVID. It's the COVID cup, right? No asterisk, sure. but it's a COVID cup. And it's so cool. Uh, the merchandise you guys put out so much great stuff. I, I love it all. Well, and, and, and one other point on that, um, another thing that we've introduced, again, thinking about what are those pieces that, that people are going to miss this year, um, we introduced a commemorative ticket. And it is a, essentially, I was there in spirit ticket so that oh, cool. in your scrapbook, you, you've got the, all the playoff runs and, and the games that you've been to, but we wanted to give people that keepsake. And so it's $5, all the proceeds go to Flyers Charities to go back into the community um, so it's, it's, it's really something for our fans and, and obviously for, for a good cause, but you can, you can find those, um, on the Flyers website as well. We're going to do one per round, we did one for the first game, um, just unique moment in history the, the game against Boston. And then we're going to do one per round coming up. So you'll be oh, it's cool. 
get those, add them to your scrapbook. And to your point, look back in 15 years and say, what is that ticket? Oh, that's right. That's that mm-hmm. actually wasn't there. Yeah. Um, but something fun for people. It, it's, it's like we're living in a movie and we hope this movie has a great ending from a hockey standpoint as well as a global standpoint. Mike, one other thing I, I just want to point out to people that was really interesting to me and just a, a show of the, the top notch first class that the organization is a couple of things. Number one, that uh, Chuck Fletcher sent flowers and notes to all the teams, uh, either wives or families, knowing the sacrifice that these players are making. I thought that was tremendously thoughtful. Elaine Vigneault sent a letter to season ticket holders um, explaining how much you know he wished that we were in the building and they could be there for this, but that we're going to go out and we're going to take care of business as best we can. And just all of those little things, the, the montage of pictures at Hotel X where the team is staying in the bubble, those little things I think are so important because while they may seem little, to me they're extremely important to a fan base that emotionally connects with the team. And to respect the fans, respect the players for making this sacrifice by sending that to their significant others or families, to me is just is the big takeaway of goodness here. And and I don't know where that came from, but I absolutely love those elements of this return to play. You know, since since I got here, I have heard on repeat that the Flyers are a family. And it is the players, it's the hockey operations staff, it's the entire Flyer staff, and it extend and it extends without interruption to our fans. The the entire Flyers family um, really thinks of themselves that way. And you know, when, when a family member is going through something unique or difficult, you acknowledge it. And, and, you know, I think both ways, you know, internally to the players, those little touches go a long way. And then, and then to our fans, but it, it really, it really makes me happy that, that our fans appreciate the stuff that we're doing for our players too. Cause that, that, that really reinforces that it is all in all for the family. So mm. I think that, that those little things make a difference. Um, and, and, you know, as, as we keep going, um, you know, hopefully we're, we're in the bubble for a long time. And, uh, you know, those, the, those small details will, will help make it a little bit easier on the guys. and their family. Yeah. yeah, no doubt about it. And, you know, all of those things, I just think, think just they, they really do mean something. I think it means something to the players where sometimes you go, oh, the players don't worry about stuff like that. But in this unique circumstance, I think that they do. And I know that they appreciate it. And uh, it's a first-class organization. It's why guys want to come here. It's why Kevin Hayes wanted to come here. And he's having the time of his life in the bubble. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm having the time of my life watching him yeah. play right now in the bubble. He is so much fun. I talked to Jake Voracek the other day on Flyers Daily, and he said that I need my alone time. I go back to my room by himself. I told him to download the Calm app to kind of chill. And I could just see Kevin Hayes knocking on his door like, Jake, come on out, man. We're going to go play Call of Duty. And Jake being like, oh, geez, this guy. But he's a blast. He's so much fun. I love that. Yeah, you know, the, the, some of the behind-the-scenes bubble stuff that the league has put out has been really cool to, to see. Uh, and and I've, I've really enjoyed it. Um, I'm, I'm not there. I'm not in Toronto, so I'm, I'm seeing it the same way that other people are. But even, you know, from, from the baseline foundation safety elements they have in place, it is an unbelievably intricate web and so much attention to detail. But, but to see it all explained is great. And then – you see some of the, the player comfort amenities that go along with it mm-hmm. and, um, you know, what they've done to, to, to make this comfortable for them while they're there. Um, you know, I, I don't know that, that we'll ever get all of the stories of, of the players from the bubble, mm-hmm. um, but I can imagine what a, what a reality show that would make.
Oh, absolutely. It would be fantastic. Hey, Mike, I appreciate you doing this. A lot of great stuff going on. Again, everybody can go for all the, the shirts and everything. Go to wfcphilly.com. You can buy them there. Shop.wfcphilly.com to get your anytime, anywhere gear. You can also come down to the Wells Fargo Center. Uh, the New Era store is open one to six during the week, and then we're adding some weekend hours now. Uh, starting up here with, the, with round one of the playoffs. And then everything else that you need is going to be uh, on our website, and keep keep on our social channels, and we'll be letting those things come up. Yeah, make sure you're following the Flyers on Instagram, Twitter, and obviously on Facebook as well. Mike, we appreciate it. Great information. Enjoy it, man. This is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Appreciate it, Jason. Special thanks to Chief Business Officer of the Philadelphia Flyers, Mike Shane, for joining us here on Flyers Daily, which is presented by Penn Medicine, the official health system of the Philadelphia Flyers and Wells Fargo Center. Supporting our Philadelphia Flyers, Penn Orthopedics creates the ideal care plan with treatment options fueled by our own world-renowned research, doing what once seemed impossible so you can too. Another reason why your life is worth Penn Medicine. Learn more at pennmedicine.org slash ortho and give them a follow on Twitter at Penn Medicine. All new episode coming up tomorrow, and we'll have the general manager, Chuck Fletcher, will join us on tomorrow's episode of Flyers Daily. In the meantime, everybody, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you on tomorrow's episode of Flyers Daily. Flyers Daily.